0: Hey there, welcome to another We Miss Marty uh, podcast, or podcast about Frasier, um, and as always, I'm here with Laura Kessel. Laura, how's it going?
1: Good, it's Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's funny. Now, we release these at different parts of the week, um, but, you know, we used to the Friday thing. We got back to Wednesday, but, man, Laura, this has been a week, and um, just busy yeah. week for us. Uh, it was funny. We were going to record this about an hour earlier, and It was busy for you and I. You and I were kind of spearheading a project, which is fun. Yeah, 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 we work together, but we work in this humongous team where you don't always get to work together, and we literally work together. Um, There was a story about a country guy that canceled the concert, probably what hour or two before the concert started. Uh, I had this reason; it was good reason. Uh, But obviously, you know, you want to get to, uh, you know, want to alert the public about it. It was funny, I, I did go up and talk to my wife, just say, hey, you know, we're recording the podcast a little bit later, and I said, like, oh, what's going on in Canton? Like, she was concerned that, like, did 10 people die or something, and I was like, "Uh, Dwight Yoakam canceled a concert, and she was, she walked away shaking her head going, why is that breaking news? I'm like, well, it is breaking news, it's, it's important, you know, I think, I think she was expecting some big natural disaster to happen or something, so... But it's breaking news.
1: It's something we need to take care of. So. People like who are just gonna head down there. You know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. If I had tickets, it'd be rough. So hey, that's some of the stuff going on in our life. I mean, we enjoy the podcast part; it's something we do each week. But uh, we're journalists. that, Obviously, you know, lots of stuff happens during the day. So, but hey, it's good to be here. Um, this week we are talking. Uh, we're we're getting in the midst of the first season. I uh, can't buy me love. Um. And more had some general thoughts about this. Uh, first of all, it's such a weird time in life. There's all this stuff that used to be normal and commonplace, like we're taping this during the COVID-19 pandemic, which has changed our life so much, where, you know, the show was about a bachelor auction. And, you know, it seems like it's so out of fashion now because obviously – you Shouldn't be doing bachelor auctions during COVID 19, and I'm not even sure the last time I heard of a bachelor auction, it, it seems like something was so, so happened so long ago. Yeah, it, I, I'm not
1: sure people do them
0: anymore, you know. If, uh, yeah, I think even before COVID, right? I haven't heard of one recently.
1: Yeah, it might be one of those antiquated things, you know.
0: <laughs> I always think it's strange, and maybe it's because of like the liability or something, because in essence you're just hooking up random people, but it's not even just a hey, I think I'm genuinely interested in this person. It's more of hey, we're trying to raise money for a good cause or something. It's yeah, I always found that auctions to be kind of strange in general. Yeah.
1: That's a good guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a, a very strange concept. And I can't remember now. What were you trying to raise money for on the show? It was a police officers' um, okay uh, charity to help. Oh.
1: Um, I think it was families of police officers, possibly fallen, like families of fallen police officers. I
0: think. Oh, okay. He was involved with it, right? I mean, yeah yeah it, yeah because Mario was trying to recruit people uh he asked um fraser you know you want to get bulldog because bulldog's the the top sports guy in Seattle uh fraser was able to, you know bulldog was pretty interested um yeah, and
1: he was sort of forced
0: to ask Frazier to do it too yes <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah I, i'm trying to think about how these operate in the past i mean is it always I mean, I guess you want to pick either a celebrity or a very good-looking person. Oh, right? If you
1: remember from Seinfeld, there was a bachelor auction on Seinfeld as well. Oh, yeah. Where uh, Kramer did it and he fell off the stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you know, I mean, I think it was just... I, I think it's just supposed You know, I've seen, um, like, auctions at fundraisers in the past that are, you know, different types of things. Well... Uh, one um, that I remember from where we used to work, um, it was a hospital foundation fundraiser and they, mm. one of the things they, they gave away what or they auctioned off was a um, a dinner with one of our editors who had, wow. <laughs> who had a famous recipe for um, Caesar salad. Okay. Come to your house for, a, I think it was like a party of six
0: or eight, I can't remember, and make the Caesar salad for me. Okay. Now, was the hope... And again, obviously, it's a fundraiser, so the thought is, if you want to donate money, it doesn't matter which editor it is, but but is the thought maybe that you could talk them into doing a good story or something, you know? Is it the access to that editor it was a big deal too, or is it just that food? I think it was me. I think it was just the whole thing. Um, oh, whole thing. Okay. It, I mean... It was
1: Jim, um, and columns, right? Yeah, Jim Collins. Yeah. And and um, you know he would anything he did, he would write about it. You know, any place he went, you know, if he had breakfast oh, yeah. with you, he would write about it. You know, so you were bound to end up end up in the column somehow. There you go.
0: But it was as much the Bachelor option, right? You you weren't able to woo Jim yeah, Collins or anything like that. But it's like, <laughs> these are all, you know,
1: basically fundraisers, you know? Yeah. Not like they're, I don't even, I, I mean, I don't remember what the one from Seinfeld was a fundraiser for, but um, I don't think there's any any, uh, any Bachelor collections well, that are just you know, meat markets, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, and, and it seemed like, you know, the Fraser one was ended up being more of a meat market because,
1: yeah.
0: my goodness, I mean it was almost like a Chippendales crowd. I mean they were right; the the people bidding were all raring to go,
1: especially Roz. Yes, <laughs> Ros. Yes.
0: Yeah. control. <laughs> she, yeah, she was ready to go. Now she ended up with the football player, right? There was a a player from the Seahawks, and, and Roz ended up bidding on the football player, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and winning. Yeah. Can you imagine what that would be like now? I mean, you would have to, like, if you, if, if, you know, they have one, we're here in the Ohio area, so say there was one where, like, one of the Browns players were on there. I mean, you know, there would have to be either a minimum bid, or, hey, we're bringing the security guard just to make sure you had nothing, yeah. you know, attack the player or anything else like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if a crazy radio producer would work for a, a a batch auction today. But you know, no, Rod's bid and was all excited. And old Daphne uh, gets stuck with uh, Bulldog.
1: Yeah. The best, I mean, one of the better lines of this and the way it was delivered is the whole thing was when she said, Who thought, who would have thought $100 would be the only bid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Daphne was forced to go out with Bulldog. Yeah. And, it, they appeared to have different ideas of what they were doing on that day.
0: Right. And I think Bulldog got upset, too, because, uh, you know, obviously you want to get a ton of money and it's good for your old ego. And uh, wasn't Bulldog trying to figure out and say, hey, look, you know, Um, it was the end of the time because, you know, Bulldog's like, that's why my bid was so low.
1: Yeah, it was the last. He said I was the last person. All the money was gone. (laughs) Everybody had spent all their money. (laughs) They just forced to go with one hundred dollars. Daphne.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder what the strategy would be behind that, because usually if you go to like a rock concert or something, the thought is, hey, put the best band at the end. Or, you know, if, if you know, if you're going to a conference and you hear speakers, you know, you'll bring out the best speaker first or the most well-known speaker you do at the end. But I guess for a bachelor auction, maybe you want to bring out your top line people first, right?
1: Must be, yeah. Right, first
0: one of the ones that we saw in the in the episode was the player. So, oh yeah, yeah, to get an NFL player, and I, I, I was trying to think, wasn't there? I thought I heard someone that was like Mr. Seattle or something. Like I was trying to think of who else was in the auction. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, Frazier. I enjoyed the part where kind of Frazier kind of talked his way in, and you know, Frazier's like, oh yeah, I'll be in that auction, and you know. <laughs> Uh, Marty and Niles are kind of giving each other looks, and yeah. you know, for, uh, and you know, hey, Frazier got lucky. Frazier has supermodel. Yeah. I I liked it because you know, uh, Fraser couldn't see; he was a little bit nervous. I liked Marty's comment to him. I, I'm not sure if people want to see Frazier bend over, but you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, Marty's like, hey, you know, drop a quarter. Take a little while to go find it. You know, that'll help try the the money up. And but yeah. He
1: slapped him in the rear end. Yes. That was the
0: best. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean if you're uh if you're involved in a bachelor auction like that, hey, if Mall bids on you, you're you're in good luck. I mean, I, I guess it's better than a nine year old lady that you know bit on you or something. So yeah. well, I, I I just laugh at these bachelor auctions because like you said, everyone seemed to have a different idea of what to do on the date. And I can't believe you know, even in the 90s, that you know, you'd think to be some like chaperone time, but you know, um, Bulldogs uh, take them in the game in a, a limo, and you know, Bulldogs got some thoughts. Um, you get to go to Fraser's house, which, and, and like you said, the editor, you know, with the paper we used to work at, I uh, did that, but man, yeah, you know, that was a smaller community. Um, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm. I'm not sure if someone won the auction. If I'm Fraser Crane, if I want a fan, even if it is a supermodel, to come to my house for dinner, that, yeah. that seemed kind of strange.
1: That was a little, yeah. That's a little dangerous. I mean, right. even then, you know, it, w- it would have been dangerous. Uh I mean, I sort of had the impression when he said, you know, to pick me up at Weblog Tower or whatever it's called. That I I sort of thought that he, she was just gonna pick him up, you know, yeah. and, you know, to go on a date. I didn't realize he was gonna cook dinner, you know. Although he did say that in the um, in the little waiting area, the green room, you know, he said
0: yeah
1: dinner and a handshake. Oh, I like that one down. Dinner and a handshake. So <laughs> I mean, he had no intention of anything.
0: Well, his guard probably went down a little bit when he saw the supermodel. You know, he's probably like, all right. You know, we can do some more. That'll be fine. Um, yeah, yes, I, I guess the first prevailing thought is the strangeness of the virtual auctions. Again, I know it was a different time, but man, especially in the middle of COVID, it just seems like that was a hundred years ago. Like you're watching something from a civil war. You're like, oh, that doesn't happen today. Yeah. Um, I thought. I thought those parts were good. What else uh, stuck out? There was something we want to talk about at the end, but before we get there, what else stuck out um, from the auction or other things involved with that? With the auction? Yeah, or or the dates that happened after the auction. Oh, okay. I, cool. I mean, we'll, we'll get to Frasier and the the daughter of the girl in a minute, but anything before we get to
1: there? Well, I mean, one thing that stuck out to me was before the auction even happened When was a moment where... Once again, Daphne did not know that Niles was in love with her. Yeah. Um, the way, uh, I wrote it down somewhere, but he um, said, um, she was explaining, you know, she would love to do the in a bachelor auction, she Said it would be fun to pick a man off the block to do my bidding. Yeah. redesire. desire. And he, and she said, Dr. Crane. And he said, I'd love to. And she just said, kind of for like an extended period. And yeah. again, you know, no recollection of the fact that he's involved
0: with you. Come on, woman. <laughs> yeah, that, that part was good. I, you know, I've been thinking about this because we've talked about, um, like you said, why doesn't she know? Because I mean, we're halfway for the first season and my goodness, if, if I looked at a girl with uh, too long of a glare, I'm sure the, the girl would be like, man, he must like me or something mm-hmm. um, you know, how didn't Daphne know? Because obviously the, you know, Niles was coming on pretty strongly a couple of the things I kind of wonder um, I don't think it ruined the show when Niles and Daphne got together, uh, maybe took a little bit of the edge off um, what would happen if they never got together in the show? Like you, you know, and maybe in the finale, you know, you know Daphne finally finds out, and they kind of laugh it off or something. I don't know. Would that mean? Would that would made it a better show? You think? If they didn't, yeah, they just never got together. They continued the same kind of joke about you know, Niles gets all crazy in love, and then you know, Daphne just doesn't know. And maybe they conclude it. Maybe they get together on the the series finale or whatever the case might be. I've been thinking lately, would that have made Fraser a better show than the last couple seasons they're married and they're growing together?
1: Um, you know, most, not most, a lot of shows, you know, get ruined when people get together because it changes, chemistry changes and all that. And I do think that happened here because, I mean, there was a whole season of Jasmine getting heavy. Yeah. Because she was pregnant. And um, then Niles, you know, they had issues related to how he like, dealt with her, I guess. And, you know, some stuff like that gets tedious after a while, you know. They to me, like, what I like in shows like this and I'm a weird person, you know, when it comes to this, but I like shows where there's a lot of tension. Yeah. Like a lot of the shows that I like have like little kids who are a little snotty to their,
0: <laughs> to their parents
1: or, you know, people who have like wise cracks and stuff. And, you know, that to me is the best part of the show. You know, I, while I enjoy them, the fact they're building relationships. I mean, to me, one of the best parts
0: of the show is the way that Niles just goes after Frazier constantly. <laughs> well, if you, you think about, well if you think about it, too, what what made that? Well, one of the things that made Frazier so great was Maris, you know, Niles' first wife. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Maris is definitely a part of a lot of the storylines, yeah. but they never brought Maris out. And I remember the first time watching Frazier, I'm like, "Man, where's this Maris? It'd be fun." Like, I was almost fooled a couple of times into thinking, "Okay, Maris is going to come out." And she never does. And and you know, it frustrated me originally said, Man, we gotta bring Maris out, but in a way that, that's what made this a great show because it never brought her out. I thought that was good. Yeah. I mean
1: that kind of stuff
0: I like, you know. Um
1: I mean there was a there was a Maris section here too, you know, with um he arrives with the bag and he's like, Oh, it's so desolate without my Maris and he brings a bottle of champagne for that. Oh drink. yeah. You know, so um I don't know. I mean, I think it would have been a different. I mean, one thing I would one thing I was thinking when you were talking about it, bringing it up was to me it was I'm glad no matter what no matter what the outcome would have been, but I'm really glad that he got rid of that girl that girl he was married to very briefly.
0: Um Niles, oh. her name. Oh,
1: the doctor
0: yeah, Mel Schnowski. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm glad they I'm glad that ended, you know, because she was rather annoying, you know, and not in a funny way, you know. People can be yeah. funny and funny, but it was that wasn't I don't, I didn't find her that entertaining. She's been on other shows that I've liked, you know, but not in that role. I didn't like her. I didn't like yeah. her at all. I don't think it added anything. Um, yeah. It added Basically, you know, 10 episodes of guilt and, yeah, like, like doom kind of
0: stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, I almost get ruined the show that did that. I, I just, when I see those scenes like you were talking about with uh, Niles and Daphne, and boy, how wouldn't she know? I mean, it, there was some, I, I thought they kept it up. I, I thought it was good, but, you know, they make decisions and, you know, you got to live with it, I guess. So, well, let's talk about the end of the. Well, kind of the main thrust of the episode. So, uh, the supermodel comes over, um, you know, they're going to have the date, uh, but she's got to go. And she says, hey, I got a little problem here. Can you watch my daughter? And the daughter comes in and, you know, she's grumpy. She's uh, cross and everything. And, you know, she starts to speak down about her mom. You know, she says, oh, mom doesn't care and all this other stuff. And Frazier's actually thinking, "Hey, maybe she doesn't care." I, I don't know, Laura. The thing that bugged me about this episode was, I think it was made super clear that the the super mom mom was right. You know what I mean? I mean, I think at the end she did say, "Hey, she exaggerates stuff because she's a kid." You know, she's upset at mom and everything. But I'm not sure if I totally believe the mom her explanation of Fraser. I did. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, the girl was like a, she was like quite a spinner of tales, you know? Right. Um, I don't think it's true that she wasn't, she had not been out for a year.
0: <laughs> like she said,
1: the like mom.
0: Well, I, I got I got frustrated when she came back up. And I I understand, you know, um, the woman was coming back up to go on with the date with Fraser. Right. But I'm thinking, and maybe it's because my kids are special needs, where, you know, I gotta be very careful around them. But, man, if I'm in a big apartment complex, I mean, uh, Fraser lives in a much nicer place than I first lived at. But I'm thinking about the first place I lived at uh, up in Rofus, Ohio, where we worked together. Yeah. I couldn't imagine setting a kid down like, okay, you know, she comes up, you know, hey, Frazier, thanks for watching with my daughter, and looking at the darn and saying, oh, someone's down there to pick you up. Hey, just go downstairs, they'll pick you up, you know? Yeah, that kind of bugged me. But, again, maybe it's because I'm more special needs these kids that you can't do that with, but. It's I, very,
1: it is very inconsistent with the fact that she didn't trust her by herself. Yeah. stay home. And, to me, I mean, like, we have, no, we have no idea how old she really is, you know? Yeah. She, was, she lied about everything. But, um, like, if you go by her, the way she was telling the story, which, you know, can you trust her, if she, she would be 12, you know? So, I mean, a 12-year-old should be able to go, you know, down an elevator by themselves, but they should be able to stay at home, too, I would think.
0: Well, and just think about this, too. I know, you know, there was a divorce in that situation, but my goodness, my wife would get mad at me if I'm saying, hey, you know, let's have these people watch our kids. And she's like, do we really know them that well? And, you know, maybe we don't know them super well, but we're like, oh, they seem okay. We'll watch them. Well, just think. She bought a guy as a bachelor. She trusted him enough to have him watch her kid for a night yeah I mean Fred seemed okay. he's on the radio, but man, I mean, can you imagine that? He's a psychiatrist, so I mean, right, on some level he you know she probably was like, well, maybe he can help her. Okay <laughs> <Got> her. <laughs> Well no, I'm just thinking about what my wife would do in a situation like that yeah. because i I had oh, this was about 10, 15 years ago, um, you know, my wife worked in the day. I had to get I think it was a job interview or something so I had to get out of the house. And I had a friend that I knew, but my wife didn't know. And he's like, okay, I'll sit with your kid. I mean, the kid was, she was an infant at the time. She was sleeping. And my wife did not like the fact that he she did not know the guy that came. And he literally sat in the front room, looked at his phone for an hour, and I, I came back. he might not even see the kid at all. But mm-hmm. I know. I, I, it just brought back memories of that, thinking, man, my wife was about ready to kill me with that. I, I wonder what, you know. Her dad would think about that, but and not that you know this guy or Fraser was going to abuse the kid, but you, you know it seems like a, a very trusting thing to do. So, yeah, and that
1: yeah, it is. Um, but I mean, the overwhelming thing for me was the fact that he let this girl. First of all, I let her like play on the phone. Yeah, for, you know, an hour or whatever, you know, which was ridiculous. Um, and then. Yeah, but the, the only the only person really the only living being who benefited from that girl being there was Eddie. Which was, yeah, she was feeding him Cheetos.
0: So. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know he he wanted something to eat, and he gives her an entire tube of um cookie dough to eat.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, which was ridiculous. Um. I just I don't know the whole thing was it's amazing that he fell for all those stories, you know. Yeah. They just on some level, you know, you're just like these stories are just they're like you know like when you hear a little kid tell a story and they did this and oh, yeah. they did this and they did this, you know, it just kept getting grander and grander, you know. And I just can't believe like she said one of the last lines that she said in the episode was "some shrink you are," which is true. You know, I
0: guess
1: this liar,
0: you know, I guess I wouldn't have fallen for the stories for some reason. The hey, you go down the elevator kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And and maybe if I was phrasing that situation, you know, I I don't necessarily think I would have believed everything the kid said, but when she's like, I'll go down the elevator by stuff," I'll be like, hey, is this true or not? You know, I may have fallen up on a little bit, so Uh, I mean.
1: There was, there were, um, I don't know. This, this, I didn't, this episode wasn't, I wasn't crazy about it, you know, right? Um, it just seemed kind of odd, you know, the, the main people weren't in it that much. Um, I, I would have liked to see more, um, Niles and Marty,
0: probably, yeah. It, it, I mean, really, the episode pretty much ended, then it, it was very. Not as you said, not much Niles, not much Marty. Um kind of interesting. So I don't know. Any other oh. thoughts about this episode? I, I was okay with it. Some good parts, some parts I, I didn't like as much. I well, guess I, I had to go Larry Gray, maybe a C. I don't know. Um I loved uh Daphne in the car with Bulldog. Yes. He
1: basically gets Bulldog beat up. You know, yeah. And then they leave Bulldog there, you know. Yes. <laughs> to get uh <laughs> to get beat up by the guy in the car is my assumption.
0: So yes. It,
1: yeah. Daphne is a Daphne is a rough drunk in this episode.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Really laughs> you know, I I I'm surprised Frazier didn't step in and be like, Okay, I'll pay more so this state doesn't happen or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts about this uh, particular episode? No, I think that's
1: about
0: it. It's yeah. Just, it's not one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, it's funny. And, and I need the promo what we're doing with Seinfeld. But, you know, with Seinfeld, it feels like you can never talk enough about it because there's, I guess, it's like a three wing circus of everything going in. Yeah. And some things like this, Frazier. I think we got it covered, <laughs> so it was good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, next week, and Laura, because of the way Hulu doesn't stop their videos and they keep playing the next video over and over again, I, I've seen this probably a hundred times the last couple of weeks, but uh, you can't tell a Crook by his cover. you know. Um, Marty invites some buddies over to play poker, um, and one of these had, was a felon, and Frazier's trying to figure out who the felon is. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's interesting because maybe Frazier felt bad about uh, Daphne's experience with Bulldog. Um, Frazier does get involved when Daphne dates one of the poker buddies, so mm-hmm. maybe it's because he didn't do much about uh, Bulldog. He felt, "Hey, I got to step in a little bit more." So, it, <laughs> and it doesn't go well. we'll yes, it, it. Well, it's up okay for uh, for. Um, Novels, but it almost, it could have been a pretty bad. So,
1: this episode um, has some like famous, notorious criminals in it. <laughs> Number 15 next week.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Some people who show up on like Ray Donovan and yes. other places, you know. So, it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be pretty good. So, and it's interesting. Um, you know, I still not hearing that much about the Fraser reboot. Uh, I so lore beforehand. I actually got Paramount Plus this week. Um and it's interesting. Um you know, we'll see if, if the Fraser reboot happens, if uh Fraser gets a little bit more spunk behind people wanting to watch the original series. Um, you know, it's funny, the rights for uh Seinfeld and the rights for Friends are getting sold for millions and millions of dollars. Or to be exclusive on some of uh, these streaming networks. And really, for Fraser, most of the streaming networks, like ne- from Netflix, uh, Paramount Plus, to Peacock, the whole series is there, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if, it, if, if it's going to be more exclusive if the uh, uh, reboot ever comes out, but it's kind of interesting how Fraser's more accessible to different places. I don't know. So. Um, hey, I wanted to promise. I want to do this in front, uh, in front of Laura because we're going to try to bring on guests. Um, Craig and I, uh, next week, Laura, is the return of uh, Seinfeld uh, to Netflix. Well, well, not the return. It's the first time it's coming to Netflix. Uh, Netflix is making a big deal about it with ads and everything. Uh, Laura is going to continue on to do the Fraser podcast. And Craig wants to start doing the uh, Seinfeld. So, we're going to start talking Seinfeld next week. Laura, you're welcome to come by. Uh, we're going to try to have guests on, uh, probably have more of an hour recap. Uh, hopefully, that we'll be able to cover all the craziness that happens in Seinfeld. So, Laura, you got to let us know. You're welcome to uh, yeah. guess with that if you, you like some time. Are oh, uh, the same way? Yeah. The, the list? We talked about that back and forth. I'll be honest with you. When we first started the Seinfeld thing, The list was amazing. I was like, wow, this is so great. Uh, But then the more I think about it, it was very confusing because um, we had one guy that was helping us out uh, originally on these um, podcasts that has never watched Seinfeld before. And when you do it by a list, he got confused because he's like, what? You know, because, you know, characters would come and go, especially when, you know, George was dating Susan, you know. There'd be an episode where they were dating. There's an episode where they weren't. There's an episode where she was lesbian. And he was like confused, going, what is and going on? That, so, so we're actually going so to try it from there. Oh, and the deaf. Yeah. Because yeah. We, we were uh, doing some episodes pre-deaf and post-deaf. And and this guy never has watched Seinfeld before. He He's heard of it. He, he's seen one or two episodes. And that was it. Uh, so we just said, hey. Let's just go from season one on. Now, I will say Seinfeld really is to pick up to season two, but, but, but we're going to go through it. And um, we're hoping that, you know, tell your friends, because I got a feeling that um, Seinfeld's going to be uh, – it's going to kind of pick a little bit of steam off Netflix. It seems like anything goes to Netflix uh, gets a little bit of a push. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see how that does. Officially so. on, starting today. Oh, today's the first? Oh, yeah, October 1st.
1: September 1st, yeah.
0: Man, uh, this year's flown by. 2020. I
1: believe it's already October.
0: Yeah, 2020 took about three years to get, to get through that. and mm-hmm. uh, 2021, I think, to make up for it, it's taken like three months to get through the whole year. So, yeah. it's crazy.
1: 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well that's how they got to it. Because, you know, you got to make it. It's like the only savings time. If one year seems like it's going three years, the next year's got to fly by. Or, you know. Yeah. Kind of like year savings time. I don't know. So, yeah, very, very crazy. Well, Laura long week. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to try not to push this back next week. Yeah, I, just stuff came up, you know. Uh, but it, it feels like the old Fridays When my head's fogged up, <laughs> my <laughs> my brain's tired. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that now. But it's good. Hey, it's better to catch up than not to catch up. So very good. So, all right. I uh, very good. So we're we're going by um just this time The show, the big news today that Laura I was working on. Poor Dwight Yoakum uh got food poisoning. Um doesn't seem too urgent, but obviously he can't perform a concert, so we're working on that. We're trying to figure out where Dwight Yoakum got food poisoning from.
1: Well, he did not get it in Ohio
0: because Oh he didn't get it in Ohio, okay. No, because he
1: never made the trip to Ohio.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I I was thinking he was like right down the road. Uh, There's a bunch of food places right by where he was going to play and I was like trying to take bets on which one it was. So. Hey, I'm
1: just glad he wasn't in
0: Stark County. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys have investigated to like see which place it was?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Sh- Shame this poor... 14 year old to put too much Big Mac sauce in the Big Mac and <laughs> got <laughs> <is> sick. <laughs> hey, little Jimmy, you know, little Jimmy didn't warm up the Big Mac sauce correctly. So that's why he, <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> Dwight's sick. So our, our our best wishes to Dwight. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure he'll be okay. So, all right. Well, for more, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the Frasier uh, We Miss Morning podcast. We'll see you again next week. Have a good one. All right. Bye bye.